evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a fancy-ass podcast about talking about zombies and getting rich. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You should follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a, I'm, uh, I'm back safely in Portland, and I have a great panel with me today. Uh, first up, uh, returning from his bout with mad cow disease, it's Ezra Fox. <laughs> Don't worry, it did not turn into full-fledged zombie-itis because I count to 12. I'm good. <laughs> totally good. <laughs> Uh, you did have, you had a hand, foot, mouth, and when I tried to explain that to people, everyone thought it was hoof and mouth, and then later they confused that for mad cow, which, in case you're wondering how we got here. Uh, well, that's, that's two steps in the wrong direction, which is almost <laughs> in the right direction again. Yeah. So do a couple more steps, and we'll see where we end up, guys. Well, so um, how are your hands, feet, and mouths? So, uh, most of those are pretty solid. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the weird thing now, um... Uh, if you want to, here's what I should say. Was that a real question, or do you want to move ahead? <laughs> I think it's. You're always the one who thinks the show is moving too slowly, so that's a real question. But was okay. your question to me a real question, or did you yeah, want to no, move ahead? No, no, no. I can talk. I just, I don't know. This, this, this is not the. It's a fantasy podcast. It's usually not a disease-ridden podcast. You know. Hey, people care um, about you and wish you well, okay. and so I wanted to give them the update. So yeah. Also, I didn't uh, know nothing... adults could get hand-foot-mouth disease. Yeah, nothing hurts anymore. Some things are peeling where things used to hurt. <laughs> and also... Nothing hurts anymore is usually not good things So cold. That. So just very saying. cold. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to give you my dog tags just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Tell my sweetie, you know, I had feelings. Um, no, but um, the, the, the main thing, though, actually, is uh, that, like, yeah, so no, things are peeling where they're, they're, where they're sores, which is, I guess, a, a marginal improvement. Uh, I'm using a lot of lotion. Um, but the main issue now um, is I told I was told by my friend Helen, who had this before, um, that your fingernails can just fall off also, like a month later. So like, you're, like Whoa, you think you're what? out of it, and you're just like, oh no. What a Cronenbergian yeah. illness you it's have. Yes. It's really like this sort of like, you should have shot the disease twice when you had the chance. Yeah. But it came and, like, back. Ex- in the third part of it, do you just turn into Jeff Goldblum? Is that the like last part? I of hope it? I come turn into late stage Jeff Goldblum. That yeah, he's good. very hot yeah. right now. He has, like, yeah, he has stage rock, four Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's terrifying. I hope your fingernails are okay. And now, just for you, as I'm going to move along. Um, also joining us today at Anthony Lopez Part Two on Twitter in Portland, Oregon. Uh, not peeling, not diseased. It's Anthony Lopez. So you think. Don't speak for him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not patient zero. You are apparently, so I don't think we have to worry about that. Me? Um, no, oh, yeah. as but wait, listen, Mother Nature is a serial killer. I think that's the point here. No one is better at it. No one more creative. And like all serial killers, she can't help the urge to want to get caught. Yeah, it's a good thing he's a doctor and not an FBI agent because a lot of that was wrong. <laughs> and like all yeah, but we didn't have to deal with him for that long. Is the thing? I, yeah, that's true. I liked him. I because I I seen yeah. this movie before. And I was like, oh, I don't remember this character, but I like this bit. And then it was like five <laughs> seconds later, shoots himself in the head, <laughs> falling down, like uh, like 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 happened in the movie uh, Out of Sight. So um, I, yeah. Oh, and true. Alex, how many times have to bring it up on this podcast? Trigger discipline is very important. We talk important. about it every show. That's what the guy was failing. Actually, yeah, well, yeah. That's why he. Well, 
he couldn't be an FBI agent what? walking around with his finger in the yeah. trigger. What he died. Like an what idiot. he died from was actually the same thing as most people in the movie died from, which was not listening to Brad Pittitis. That's true. Um, <laughs> this is, yeah. this is the main thing that what got people killed actually is that they did not listen to Brad Pitt yeah. soon enough or rigorously enough. Yeah. That is- <laughs> yeah. This movie was a, like a hundred and eighty dollar passive aggressive threat to his assistant. <laughs> That's what this movie was. Uh, I I think somebody on Twitter referred to that doctor as the the first person in the or the only person in the movie whose uh, credit as an actor should be his name and then a rim shot. <laughs> just really didn't get a lot of screen time. He was like really there and then just gone for no reason forever. I loved that though. <laughs> yeah, I want more. Yeah. I wanted that. I wanted to be. I wanted to, basically that should be the runner, right? We're just like you introduce like the person every place they land. There's someone who's going to save like the whole world, but then they just shoot themselves in the like head every, after giving a speech. It's so dangerous to be almost Brad Pitt, but not quite. Yeah, he did not make <laughs> things better. That's what I think. And uh, our special guest joining us today uh, at Phoebe Bottoms on Twitter in sweltering Los Angeles, California. Please welcome back Phoebe Bottoms. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for having me back. Um, You have a new podcast called Meatball Party about snacks. I do. And (gasps) other sorts of meals. It's it's a lot of fun. I I urge you, if you have any uh, desire to do a cross-potting, as a listener, come on by Meatball Party. You should. And it, uh, it is a stellar panel. A you're very funny on this show, and you're uh-huh. also very funny on that show, and you're also surrounded by, I would say, across the board, more talented people than this program. So, highly recommend. <laughs> I mean, I we'll just have to do one of those podcast cage matches to find out. I would like a show where we reviewed a food item. That would be a fun challenge. Wait, wait, wait. We could, we could. So we could do. It could be a oh, can crawl, we do a we crossover? Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we could. Can we oh, watch the movie Meatballs? Yeah. We, yeah, we could watch Cloudy yeah, with a Chance some. of Meatballs and then also yes. make meatballs. I oh, think man. this is it. I'm so in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell my guys. You tell your guys. I you will. just did. I just but, did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, as I as, as, <laughs> Anthony, I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about a meatball party? Um, man, I also have been oh, wanting I'm to so watch excited. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs because I loved that book and I the movie is like not it's not been convenient to see that movie as an adult, but like if a oh, kid that I was babysitting <laughs> wanted to see it, I'd be so into it. No, it's yeah, it's a it's, fine it's movie. Good, I've heard it's either. pretty good. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. is the sequel Swedish Meatballs? Uh, that would be a good sequel. No, I think mine would just be cloudier. Oh, really? It's just it's just called Overcast, and it's about that character's divorce after <laughs> the meatball incident. Wow, that's rough. Well, so uh, this is episode number four hundred. I have no idea how to transition out of that, so I'm going to rush. This Sorry. is episode number four hundred and forty nine of the show. Wow. We have now done as many episodes as the current world ranking of Serena Williams. What? Yeah, she was number one last year. No, it is. She was number one last year, and then she went on maternity leave and didn't win any tournaments. It's terrible. So her ranking got... 181 according to this right now, dude. Well, this is when I wrote this, which was a couple days ago, and there has been a major tournament since then. Well, she's doing better then. Yeah. Well, and also there's this this Uh, other kind of ranking. Are you sure you're not looking at, like, the Serena Williams Bitcoin value? (laughs) Like the Serena Williams coin? (laughs) With how much this is going up and down? At the time of this writing... Of the script, she was four forty nine. Uh, I just thought it was interesting that there's like that even in your tennis rankings, the world likes to punish you for having a baby. I don't like it. I think it's interesting, uh, and it's important to point out injustices when you see it. That's what I meant to say. I don't know. I kind of think it makes sense. It's like okay, if you're going to value having a quote family over your career, <laughs> it 
then maybe you get bumped down to 449. She's like back playing already. Like, I don't know. She probably hasn't slept in four months and she's well, just playing World War Tennis. Good. It builds mm. character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> situations in which kids hold you back, this week we're talking about World Wars. <laughs> The 2013, that's how you pronounce it, World Wars, the 2013 film <laughs> loosely based on the book by Max Brooks that we read last week. And uh, for As and Phoebe, we did have a discussion about the proper way to pronounce it, World War Z, World War Z, uh, and Angela suggested World Wars, like it was World Wars with an S, but they couldn't get the URL. So. I like that a lot. That's I'll level with you. Yep. I really like it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so this is part two of the Alexis super sponsorship. And the second uh, installation of Poor Decisions Month. So uh, as we as we talked about last week, uh, for just the Fifty Shades Freed price, you can almost immediately take over our show in pretty much any way you want, provided you're okay with being criticized on the air for making such a bad use of your financial situation. So, uh, And I'm going to be honest with you guys. If you slip me personally half of that, I'll let you take over the show. I'll just hijack it mid-show bring you in every you time know? i go to anthony for a compliment he starts talking about a different movie yeah. <laughs> sorry man this is just what jim from buffalo wanted that would be fun i think jim beloved buffalo was right world war z does remind me of plan nine from out of space <laughs> let me tell you how oh man you are welcome to sell counter sponsorships i'm i uh, that's as far as i'm concerned that's fine that's an official rule um, I feel like this podcast just went into martial law very quickly. <laughs> I've been in places where there was martial law before, so I'm ready really? for it. No, that was oh, yeah, the Brad Oh, yeah, because you're Pitt from thing. Oregon. Oh. oh where did you right. say I was from? Because <laughs> you're from Oregon, right? Oh, from Oregon. Yeah, I mean, this is mostly martial law up here. You guys have a lot of militias and crazy Marshals. skinheads up there. Yeah, yeah. It's right? crazy. That's, I don't know if that's martial law. Can we edit this out? Um, I, uh, we, we're part of Marshall <laughs> Mathers Law. Um, I don't know where he's that would from, go. Some great Eminem joke. He's from Detroit. He is. I don't know. I was trying to think of a great. It didn't. I didn't get that Are fast guys, enough. Oregon, you have so much. Just let <laughs> let Detroit have its own thing. Let Michigan have RoboCop and Eminem, and you guys hold on to your free coffee and roses. All right. It's not. It's not how. It's not free. Um. So anyway, uh, so what happened was Alexis bought a super sponsorship, and so we're, we're, we read the book, and then we were watching the movie World Wars, and uh, we have one more uh, bonus episode coming out, or a regular episode coming out as a bonus for Alexis, as a buy one, or buy two, get one free, um, but uh, we're also, after that, going to open up regular sponsorships, so in fact, I'm just going to, I'm going to say this now, mark your calendar, so this episode is going to, this should be, you're on your calendar already, the current date Eight, nine, ten, eleven. It's like the eleventh that you could be listening to this, or the twelfth. This weekend, thirteenth, the fourteenth, fifteenth, all weekend, you can sign up to sponsor by going to readdishweek.com/sponsor, and you can uh, choose a topic and suggest it. And if we we pick your topic, you can give us real money, and then we can do a half-assed job of talking about it. Anyway, it's not a great sales pitch. Also, <laughs> I mentioned this was uh, poor decisions month, so last week we drank champagne on the show. Um, uh, I, Anthony, what have you done today? What poor decision have you made or will you make in the remaining part of today? Um, I, I don't know if I have made any real poor decisions. I guess I left work a little bit early when I probably could have used the hours. 
that's probably a pretty practical poor yeah, decision. Yeah, that's a good one. I cut it, but, but it's it's Sunday and the bus schedule's all yeah. weird. So I was like, I'll leave like a half hour early so I don't have to wait forty five minutes to catch a bus. So uh, probably in the long run, it's an okay it's poor not a bad decision. decision. But you probably could have used the hours. I yeah. agree. Um, uh, Ezra, what poor decision have you made or will you make today in honor of Poor Decisions Month? Oh, I didn't have this planned, but uh, um, yeah, Sarah and I will. Uh, yeah, I think we will watch maybe two episodes of Queer Eye instead of just one and going to sleep. Oh yeah, so definitely uh, not getting enough sleep tonight. And we will like we will assume that uh, that our kids will like sleep through the night, which will be very wrong. Uh, and so <laughs> because of that, we will be just kind of wrecked for the day after. I uh, I have this recommendation, something that somebody told me a long time ago, and has always worked. I sleep with Queer Eye open. <laughs> gripping my pillow tight yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Phoebe do you have a poor decision you have made or will make during the course of the rest of today oh man I'm I had one I'm having one of those days where everything leading up to after this podcast is preparing for a series of bad decisions <laughs> okay tell me about that yeah our, uh, if you're at home familiar with James Fritz or Alan Strickland Williams they I'm are starting a new both of them and I like them a lot they're the best. They're starting a new show at a bar close by uh, to where I live tonight. And it's in the same place that they used to have a show. So everyone's real excited about it. And so it's just going to be a probably a bit of a Sunday night rager. Mm. So Ooh. we'll see. It's Sounds one of those. And, and also Holly, Hollywood's on summer vacation right now because everyone's show is on hiatus. Yeah. So, so it's just, you know. What From we, so that's also July to August, everyone's just having a having a good time. I'm gonna mine is also a little bit sleep related, which is I made, well, it was two things. They're both a little professional, but um, one poor decision is that I just started a cup of coffee to help me be funny on the podcast, which means I will not oh. get to sleep for a while. It's eight thirty, um, and the other one is uh, right before the show. I was just watching Nanette, and so oh yeah, uh, I'm not really. I was not like did not come into this hot. Like it was not the emotional. Place. <laughs> I, think, I think it's cool. We can just like we can now all decide that now this is when we're giving up comedy. We have to quit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I good. mean, it's Everyone great. But it's, yeah, you should uh, just. But just, just as if I think it's fair to warn you, you might come out of it a little weepy and less energized to make jokes. Um, so that's just if you're about to do a podcast, I'd recommend not watching it in that moment. But any other moment, I highly recommend it. Um, so those are my poor decisions. Happy Poor Decisions Month, you guys. Keep it up. Yay! Um, Yay. Yeah. Now let's talk about uh, World Wars. So uh, I'm going to do a, uh, a pretty quick summary of it. Um, jump in and make sure I'm catching the salient points that you need to talk about. Um, but we don't have to hit everything because it's not super important. Um, Brad Pitt stars as Jerry, spelled wrong, a mysterious former UN employee but not S- the pun- Side note, Alex, that is his misspelling of his name is the most interesting thing about him, I'd say. <laughs> well, what about his stupid long hair? Um, uh, cut your hair. Well, his, spell with a G. his like choice to like take scarfs in the dangerous situations <laughs> is a really bold choice. Yeah. As well. Like that really says like he like people have barely taken anything, but he's like, I gotta make sure I, I have, have a, a scarf with scarf me. So I can have a different I might scarf. need to make yeah. a tourniquet later. <laughs> It's very helpful. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so, so he's Jerry spelled wrong with a scarf and long hair like a goddamn hippie. Um, but he's or not... Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt. Let's not get carried away. We've okay. all seen him before. Okay. This is a yeah. new fall, thing. And he's a, he's a UN employee, but not like the pencil pushing type. Not like the big room, lots of little translators in your ear type. No, he's more of like the UN's Liam Neeson. 
Um, he has an ambiguous hit job history, but we just know he has some skills. And he's retired from that job to spend more time with his wife and two daughters making pancakes and growing out his hair. Um, I'm not he that He does mad okay about at both, hair. I guess, right? Yeah, did. Apparently, the hit yeah. pancakes were good. Although, classic movie where like somebody makes breakfast and the minute they hit a kid's plate, the parents are like, got to get ready for school. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is poor. Oh, here's the thing. It is hard to time those things well, but like either it's like, look, either you're going to be late or this pancake is just like going to be in Tupperware, like in your lap. Because like, yeah, I made the damn pancakes. You're eating the pancakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Take grab. The, I mean, if you haven't syruped it yet, just grab a pancake straight out the door. Or, yeah. like, that's or, a, or make a pancake with pancake sandwich with a syrup pancake in the middle. It's well, and, I, and ideally in a <laughs> waffle cone. Mm. <laughs> makes it real portable. That's, I mean, that's gratuitous. Mm. I think. Yeah, it's a gratuitous. <laughs> that's obscene. Really, you should be focusing less time on like these pancakes and more times and making sure your daughter's like bringing her inhaler yeah, and stuff like geez, that. You know, come on, Dad, is really your first dropping time being the ball. A dad? Um, so they are first ignoring some TV news about some shit going down, and then they're trying to drive somewhere in suburban or in in Philadelphia. When oh and, oh wait, quick movie pitch, thirty second movie pitch. Uh huh. Okay, so you know how they ignore the news, like yeah. for the for, for the first act. I want that throughout the entire movie, where they never realize they've survived a zombie like uh, apocalypse. <laughs> this is so good, and I want you to hang on to it for one change later, um, uh, or even like this will fit into a couple of games. I have a couple of games, and I have my own theories like this. Um, preview: My pitch is that the zombies are also doctors. Anyway, um, so <laughs> what? We'll talk. Um, I'm but so great pitch, as I'd buy this. it in a heartbeat. Um, okay. Are they trying to cure the people we'll, from being people? We'll get to it. Did we? See oh that my god! Did oh we? Oh my god! Because that's, that's the Will Smith one. That's I Am Legend. Is that I didn't see an I Am Legend? Is that what that is, well, Anthony? There's some. There's some. Are, there's, you, there's some are you thinking of Legends of the it. Fall again? <laughs> I Am Legend yeah. of the Fall. <laughs> uh, uh, I am the go I am Legend of Bagger Vance of the Fall. Is that? It's like, <laughs> it's similar to how I think Flowers for Algernon, Flowers in the Attic, and Perks of Being a Wallflower are all the same book. <laughs> <That's> a, you <laughs> know Those what? are drastically different. No, I do remember <laughs> Perks of Being a Wallflower, where one of the perks wait, wait, wait. is incest. So, wait, yeah. so is that like, yeah. like, I think like, yeah, one of the, so I guess that'd be like a... Uh, a shy teenager like takes an experimental <laughs> drug that makes them have incest, but then goes back to not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, nailed it. Here's then the there's a funeral. <laughs> Flowers in the attic for perks of being an allergenon flower in an attic. Perks like, of, it could be whatever you want. Also, very different movie. Perks of being say. in the attic. <laughs> perks of being. <laughs> perks of being an okay yeah I can't so do this it. is all very good and that was a, this is a great pitch but let's talk uh later so um in the meantime uh they're trying to drive somewhere in philadelphia and i don't know kind of suddenly the entire world goes to shit like it goes from being a mild traffic jam to a serious traffic jam to a truck just crushing every person in car in its way and then zombies. but isn't that, that literally that would happen? comes out of all small but traffic that- jams all big traffic jams start by being small traffic jams. Well, that part is Whoa. true. Um, and I do Journey think every traffic miles jam... One step? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a zombie sprint of a thousand miles starts with one shamble. So the zombies just go fucking crazy. And you might think, oh, zombies. I love zombie movies. No, these are fast zombies. Um, and not like fast zombies. These are like pro-athlete, sprinter, open field tackle incredibly powerful zombies which you know when, 
isn't yeah. zombies. This is what I've been saying for years. This health craze that everyone's being young and fit is going to come and bite <laughs> yeah, us in the ass. Yeah, zombie crossfit, <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, when we, we turn into zombies, zombies. Yeah, exactly. we'll be too strong. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. When I, when the zombie apocalypse comes, you know where I'm heading? The Mall of America. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Live forever. I'm letting myself go no for the future. Yeah. I'm trying to help. But can we talk about when that, that truck that wait, comes wait, wait, out of nowhere? Side pitch, side pitch, guys. <laughs> like, can we, just, can we do, like, like the whole nine yards, but with zombies only? Where it's like you get, like, this, like, rad t- ragtag kind of, like, Bad News Bears team, but they all become zombies to, like, to beat the other team? At stripping? Like, what? Wait, what? I think you're thinking of Coyote Ugly. <laughs> no, isn't... Or maybe striptease? <laughs> isn't the whole nine yards striptease? about them being, like, going full nude? As male strippers? The, oh, you think about the Met full Monty? Full Monty. Wait, oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I take it back. Alex. Wait, wait, I take it back. I, I think I also messed it up, though, because Full Nine Yards is like the one with like Bruce Willis and, and, uh, and, and uh, yeah, Matthew Perry. Uh, there, was, uh, anyway, Matthew Perry yeah. there was one with more of like, uh, crap. Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler in it? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah. I didn't we see know, it. That's a remake of the uh, Burt Reynolds movie from the 70s. Okay, okay, okay. That, New pitch. We just try to remember the movies yard. for the, the whole yard, podcast. Guys. Okay. <laughs> we just try to remember the names and plots of various movies. That's the show from now on. But all of them the- have to have one word in common. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a question. Okay, your when question I, and then when can I Anthony about say the truck. Th- Okay, we're going to get through this, but then I will have a chance to say what we feel in our hearts, right? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. And you, I, 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 yes, I do want to get to that at some point soon. And But I, how about we'll do – I, I have a transition in mind. Anthony, you go next. Tell us about this truck scene. Oh, just like the – like it's a big symptom of this entire movie, which is like just the weird, bad filmmaking and editing. But it's like this – they're sitting there and things about to go shit. And the way you know things get really bad is this truck comes out of nowhere – but it doesn't make any noise coming up behind them. Crushing you other trucks. You don't see it crash. Yeah, exactly. It just comes through barreling through it. It literally appears an inch behind Brad Pitt's face yeah. and then travels forward. Okay, flip side of that. It's just insane. Flip side of that. Uh, they're in a traffic jam. He gets out of his car. A police motorcycle comes up and yells at him for getting out of his car. And while he's yelling at him, gets hit by a truck. And I, because there was, it was a quiet truck, I didn't see it coming, and I was very surprised and Me kind too. of delighted. I loved it. Uh. I'm sorry. I can't hold on to this any longer. I love World War Z, unironically. <laughs> yeah, before we go too far into this, I just want to say Alexis, uh, he sponsored this episode, these two episodes. He said, we're going to read this incredible book, and then I didn't like it enough, and then uh, we're going to watch this terrible movie. And I texted Anthony like 15 minutes in. And I'm like, we've I fucked up, man. I don't think I can hold out. I'm having a good time so far. Um, I had such a good time. I was so I had to turn it off last night because I had to go to sleep and work early this morning. I was so Ooh, excited decision. to get home and finish it. Like <laughs> Anthony, I got I, almost I exactly the same text from her that I sent you. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're on we're going to be on different pages, and that's totally fine. I just want to remind but Alexis: I, no refunds. Go ahead. Phoebe. I read part of the book a while, like a long time ago. I don't remember, like I couldn't give you a full book report on it. I really liked it. I yeah. don't see them as two things. What I do see, I, I don't see them as the same thing. But what I do see is 
a catastrophe movie that had a seed of a good idea in it is mm-hmm. opposed as opposed to something like San Andreas where it's like hey I don't know let's just pour a lot of money into some stupid bullshit yeah and then uh have some guys running around from some stuff they can- that's bigger than them and they can't really stop <laughs> this was like oh clearly it has a foundation of a lot of information to be drawn from and it's yeah it's a big dumb action movie and a thriller but like it still has it has virtually no exposition in it. Yes, yes. Which I think is incredible. As it's an, insane that there's no exposition. As Everything an actual is very compliment, intact. I liked that there was a lot of stuff that you that it did not over explain to me. Like with him in the twelve seconds, I thought of how they tr- transition. Yeah. I thought that was like, oh, I, I see what he just did. I am also smart. They didn't treat me like I'm and an I, idiot. <laughs> I also thought that with that, the sound mixing on the movie was so good. And mm. I thought that that was a very compelling way to show it. And it also was very immersive. However, I do have to say, I watched, I, I'm sleeping in a closet now. Uh-huh. That's oh, a sure. side note. Sure. Yeah. As you do, we have a giant closet and we sleep better in it because it's, it's like a sensory deprivation tank. It's so cool. comfy. We've all been there. Yeah, but yeah, my husband's course. out of town. Well, I've never had a so big closet. So it's just me but if I had, I at like 1am. It's me 1am in a dark closet with headphones on watching this movie. Yeah. And, uh, it was like an IMAX. It was completely immersive. <laughs> yeah. So anything I feel is also coming from being like in a perfect environment to watch. I picture like this your, specific your husband kind of is locked out of the house and he's banging on the door and you're like, good. Yes. Keep that up. That's helping. <laughs> you just never. At in. one point, my dogs barked while I was watching it and I almost died. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's get into it. So okay. I, I had some like, like, there's definitely some dumb things. I don't like that they, the zombies can run. I don't think it was important that they can run. I love so it. Dumb, I love but, that they can run. Okay. But I, uh, uh, I had mostly a good time. Okay. So, um, Jerry. And Sorry. His, thank you. Thank you so much yes, for letting me get it's that It's important. Out. And we'll come back to compliments after the summary. So Jerry and his silly long hair. Um, have to fight through these zombies that have just approached so that they can loot a pharmacy and then break into and scare a poor Hispanic family uh, and uh, stay in their apartment for the night. Um, While they're in the grocery store looting it, the lights are flashing, even though the zombie outbreak started 10 minutes ago. Same thing with the apartment building and in the bridge. Basically everywhere, the lights just, as soon as the zombies come out, all of the world agrees, we're going to switch our power over to flash mode. (laughs) <laughs> well, the, the hamsters, the hamsters running on the wheels at the power stations are always the first ones to get eaten. Well, yeah, and yeah, it's New Jersey, though. Come yeah, on. yeah. It, it, all it is is Bruce Springsteen bouncing at a bounce house, <laughs> and if that bounce house gets punctured and the boss isn't bouncing. Baby, you got yourself a power outage. <laughs> uh, so there's a zombie outbreak. The UN sends a chopper to pick uh, pick up Brad Pitt and bring him to the New World Government Center, a boat within helicopter range of that apartment building, apparently. And uh, they're like, look, we've got this under control. We have just enough bunk beds for you and your wife and your kids and your new kid, because apparently that other family didn't work out great for him. But the cost of that bed is that Jerry has to rejoin the UN for one last job. Every time I try to get out of the UN. (laughs) It's so exciting. I do like a one last job story. Another thing I like. So he has to fly to South Korea to try to find patient zero along with the help of a cool young doctor. And that doctor is dead. Like in the time I described it, 
and he's gone. So, <laughs> like, the plane lands in South Korea. The doctor trips on his own feet, shoots himself in the face. That's not great. Um, but And he did impart some wisdom on Jerry about um, diseases and weaknesses, which Anthony gave you earlier. Um, so that's important. Um, but anyway, so South Korea sucks. Uh, not always, but in this case for him. Um, and uh, he, oh, he, he... Also, sorry. He... Well, no, no, no. I'll come back to that my compliment. I'll come okay, back to that. Yeah. So... Does he learn? But he, but not before Brad Pitt's keen, steely eyes observe a couple of puzzle pieces that will be important later. Then he flies to Israel, which seems pretty cool. Well, first, he shows off his sick BMX skills. Yeah, in, uh, it, the riveting in the rain bike chase. Oh man! Followed by the shortest fueling process of plane has ever had rapid refueling planes fuel up fast yeah it's impressive it is good it is i did like that they were like well the zombies are fast and we want to be quiet but a tiny bit faster so we have these kids bikes we've stolen uh that was exciting Uh, okay so they yeah they refuel the plane real fast and then uh they they head to israel and israel's doing pretty good because they built walls like they do and then, uh, but then, oh, classic Israelites. Uh, they are blasting their music at all hours of the night, a little too loud. Yeah. So the, the neighbors, the zombies, put in a formal complaint by climbing over each other like a giant pile of crabs and yeah. coming over the wall and killing everybody. Getting to this movie's true message, which is no matter how high you build your walls, multiculturalism will be the death of all of us. That's what this movie saying, right? Like, that's literally what happens in that scene. I mean, that was also uh, one of the themes of the book. Yeah. So they did <laughs> take that from I, the source. That I that sequence is so funny. Like, no one thinking about that except Brad Pitt being like, that's real loud. You can probably do something about that. That's just... I no, I think I, I, I think have it's, so so much issues with that wall because if you just like build it out slightly away, like like a slant, basically. Yep. Um, sure. Or like I don't know, like an extra like moat on top of the wall, I guess. Like a oh, like, I don't know. How about one person watching it? That would have been great. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways you could solve it. I uh, I especially think it would have been uh, it would have been really helpful if they had like noticed wall climbing abilities at any point. Uh, they apparently never never paid any attention to that. So Jerry escapes the dying Israel uh, on a passenger airplane that seemed to be taking off like pretty normally and uh, heads to the, the World Health Organization base, just like in the game Pandemic. And uh, things seem like uh, everything is great there. But then, oops, one zombie in the sky. You never, everyone, check the bathrooms for sky zombies. That's another important or, lesson. Or whatever, the luggage compartment? I'm Elevator? Sure exactly. Yeah, there, yeah. Was a, there was a sky zombie... Yeah, I actually. so de- I so badly wanted that zombie to come out and be like, "Do not go in there!" And then everybody laughs and laughs. And he's wearing a lab coat because he's a doctor. Clams. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, actually, yeah. How many I mean, times do we have to learn this lesson? I cannot handle seafood. Anyway, <laughs> uh, actually, I, I kind of like that. Okay, so if you switch perspective on it, though, this is really the. Um, it's like Air Force One, but with one zombie basically who can take who's trying to take down a whole plane of uh, of of humans. Yes, and that's like does really well. This is yeah. it's it's uh, uh it's Die Hard on a plane, and you have to root for one zombie. Uh, it's great. This is yeah, zo- like the bad guys are like throwing glass down in front of the zombie, and he just walks through like eh, doesn't yeah, bother me care. at all. Yeah, well they did yeah. it through all those suitcases. Um, yeah. Oh man! Also, the 
So uh, the the zombie, of course, uh, pops out in coach and starts eating people. And the and it takes two seconds for everyone in first class to look at each other and just agree. Let's seal off the peasant compartment. Like the yeah. just instantly, they were like, "Well, we knew poor people were the problem," and just continue on with their their way. Uh, Haven't you guys been on an airplane before? That's how it always is. It is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was just that first class fast. always takes their fancy Samsonites and they make a barricade between us and economy <laughs> and them and their free juices. Oh, and uh, yeah, I don't like it one bit. That's funny. And then they just chuck a grenade as soon as one person gets across. It's real messed up. <laughs> yeah, that was real fast. Um, yeah. The Die Hard thing is awesome, and and I think a better twist on Die Hard would what is what if every single person who John McClane shot turned into another John McClane? <laughs> oh, oh, oh uh, I would yes. watch that movie for a hundred years. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. This is what I... Oh it's man. just like the end of the third Matrix movies. But we're just, <laughs> just <It's> Bruce... Like, <laughs> I just want to see a movie where... You know, like, on the the um, scenes where they shoot, like, an aerial view and it's just all zombies? Yeah. It's just like a chorus of, like, one person and another. And it's all just yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> yippee-ki-yay, mother... And it's just growing and growing. And you go out all the way... Zoom out all the way to the entire world. I also just, really like this just concept. Everyone's saying that. I love it that it's like it's sort of like Red Rover. Uh, I think where it's like we, when the zombies yeah. capture you, you're now a zombie. It would be cool if when you shot a zombie in the brain, they were just a person again, and they were like, "Oh, that was crazy." <laughs> oh, that'd be great. It's just a toggle. Yeah, you just have to keep getting them back. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Oh man, someone that's okay. We have so many good movie ideas. This is the most productive pitch meeting we've ever had, you guys. I'm really good about this, guys. Um, but we gotta, it's a shame Hollywood's on vacation. Otherwise, yeah, I would yeah. have Oh man, pitch so it to all my high executive to, friends. Let's try to land this plane then uh, on our own. So, uh, zombie on the plane. He throws a grenade. He, he decides rather cavalierly to blow up the plane and kill everybody. Um, but he does, and it works. And then um, he checks in with his friend. Yeah, yeah, right. He's like, his hey, one cool friend. With this? Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with this. <laughs> Doesn't mention it to the pilots or nothing. Um, by the way, I'm going to blow and, out the back of the plane. You might want to prepare. Well, and also, like, you know, he has experience with that from Fight Club because uh, of that true. dream sequence in that, you know? So. Yeah, where he dreams. He yeah. wants this to happen. Um, yeah. so, they, uh, so the two super friends. UN insurance pays out double if you <laughs> die on a business trip. <laughs> Man, that can't. Did, we talked about this last week, too, didn't we? The, about Fight Club? Was infecting us. You, you should not yeah. have been talking to me about it either time, guys. I know. You messed up the twice. Two rules. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, they land the plane. Kind of, they survive. Okay. Uh, admittedly, Jerry does have a small piece of plane through his body, but um, yeah, yeah. They so he. But made, relatively speaking, a pretty small piece. Uh, percentage you, wise, <laughs> yeah. If you go through a plane crash and you only get that much, <laughs> it's true. like. That's a rounding you know, error of plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he could have a whole engine through his chest, much harder to survive. But he mm. does survive long enough to crawl with his best friend over to the uh, World Health Organization and ring the doorbell. Everything is turns out has been basically fine at the WHO. They um Yeah. They like they put they had some scientists turn bad, but they put him in a separate room. Everything's fine. Zombies don't get out that far. 
Um, well, if you're going to find yourself in a situation like this, having Doctor Who with you yes. is a really nice, convenient get. Did you get you know? that Doctor Who was a literal doctor at the WHO also? <laughs> yeah, I did not. I did not. Oh, I mean, man. it makes That's sense. That's amazing. He, he spreads his time. Uh, that is pretty awesome. Uh, I don't don't get it, but I'm sure that's very good. Um, I get the joke now, but I don't know who you're talking about. But they, um, I've never seen it. Um, and we, we understand. If you want to pay me a lot of money to watch it, I'm I'm down. Oh my god, pay him to try to watch all of Doctor Who in like a day. <laughs> oh man, see that break a person. Okay, let's see. Well, I, I think so. Question: The problem is I have to get three other people to do the show with me, so it's not just my time. Because for this price, for the Fifty Shades Freed price um, that Alex has paid, I would watch a twelve-hour marathon of something. Mm-hmm. I would watch Wake Up I to Sleeping of just one thing, but I don't. And okay, good. I know you're on board. Anthony, if you I had a day money. off. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever right. we have to need. pay. It'd have to be a lot to get four people to do it, but that'd be an interesting challenge. Anyway. And I've never seen any I've never seen any Doctor Who. Ooh. So if anyone wants to do that, you just you just call bottoms up. Um, <laughs> you know now that you say that, your, maybe the person who man. said that that person should have been given a rim shot was the doctor. It was the Doctor Who doctor, and I just didn't get the joke, and I put it on the other doctor for dying fast. Anyway, so he's talking to Doctor Who, and um, they are uh, they're like, "Well, we've done our best, but surely you have a new idea, right, Brad Pitt?" And he's like, "What if we give them SARS?" And they're like, "No, we tried it." And he's like, "Okay, better yet, what if we give us SARS?" And then the zombies will think we taste bad, and so they're like, "Sure, you can try it, but..." bad news we put the SARS in a really inconvenient place uh and where would you want alex riddle me this though friend would you would you want SARS in the most convenient possible location good point good do you want to just like lay it around i want SARS when i want it where i want it it's in the break room we forgot to write our name on it yeah so just in the fridge do not eat for lunch yeah well, well, what I, what if I don't take understand food that's is, not yours. You deserve SARS. Anyway, sorry, Anthony. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. So it's anyway. What I don't understand is that they have like Lab A and Lab B, and all the good stuffs in Lab B, and it's like, what are you guys doing with Lab A? Why don't you switch those names around? If all the good stuffs in Lab B. <laughs> That should be Lab A. I mean, it's, this is why we're all dead because this of this kind the, of human the, the who, thoughts. You know, they did not do this. Yeah, you can't yeah. trust the government bureaucracy like this. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, he fights his way through the zombies who are protecting the SARS. Um, he makes it, shoots himself up with some SARS, and the zombies do indeed get bored and let him walk out and save everybody. And then he resigns. He to walks spend- right into a Pepsi commercial. Yes, he has a drink. Briefly stops in a Pepsi commercial, and then he resigns one more time from the UN to spend more time coughing with his family, <laughs> and hopefully gets a haircut. It's the apocalypse, Brad. Coughing with his family. <laughs> what are you gonna do when you get out, Brad? I don't know. Well, he has, I got he has SARS now, so he has to. Yeah, but doesn't his, his whole plan? <sighs> His whole plan kind of seems like the thing a sketchy dude who cheated on his wife and got an STD would come up with. Like, uh, hey, baby, I went to save the world, and uh, yeah, somehow I got syphilis, but uh, I think we all have to get it now. <laughs> this works, right? Yeah. Like, trust me on this one. No, honey, the problem is not that I have it. It's that you don't. Once you have it, we'll be fine. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, also, I, I don't know. Like, aren't people supposed to die from it if he gives it to them? But then they just send it out, and they're like, without explanation, they just are airdropping SARS vials on people. Anyway, I'm sure he's going to be fine. That's the end of the movie. That's uh, that's World Wars. Cool. Great. In the time remaining, we have to speed up a little bit. So we're going to mm-hmm. do our next round. We're going it's to all become zombies. Yeah. And then we'll be faster. Yeah, right? Well, let's. The, yeah, the way you get zombieism on our show is you do a compliment tostada. It was like the compliment sandwich, but we're cutting it in half for speed, and uh, it's making a light summer meal. So we're going to do a compliment tostada. Ezra, start us off. Say one nice thing about World Wars. Um, I like it whenever people get petty, and I feel like uh, the people who are, I guess, like writing like the things the zombie is like, it was really, yeah, a personal, it was definitely like, it felt personal, right? So it's like, you die if you don't listen to Brad Pitt, and also, mm-hmm. you die if you uh, leave your cell phone on, right? When it's like, I play your music times. too loud. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, also, like, if you have a microphone that has feedback, um, yep. there's if like, you there's fly a lot coach. of coach. <laughs> yes, right. No, there's a <laughs> lot of things that, like, I think it's just, I I it just this is this is zombies are petty guys and I like that I like it whenever you have a global force uh, that is generally for good but really or, or you know whatever I, I could be for good I guess I'll say and really just you know picks its battles on the very low level of just like you know what I don't like uh, I guess um, I like it when I don't like it when people don't trust Brad Pitt enough I don't like it when people like him you know, just make loud noises and uh, I'm gonna kill everyone who does that yeah I like it uh, Phoebe what's your compliment tostada. Oh, God. It's piled high with friendly ceviche. I'll tell you that. Uh, I, I, I loved it. I don't know if you could pile a soup really on a sandwich. It. Okay, anyway, continue. You can do whatever you want. No, I just... Look, I think that, first and foremost, I love that there was no exposition. I thought yes, the editing was great. I thought the sound design was fantastic. I The main thing, though at the risk of becoming of alienating a massive group of people mm-hmm. i hate zombie movies oh. i hate them i think that the concept is good but like any good concept it's simple and when something simple simple is done well other people do it badly does that make sense yes, yes. people like see it and they're like oh that's easy i can do that and then all of a sudden it's oversaturated and stupid yeah so people so that's mostly what i've seen out of zombies it was a good it's just idea. like oh my god i'm so bored of this it's yeah. a good idea and then people copied it but didn't understand what the good parts to copy right were. right mm. exactly this it's- is the first movie i've seen like within the you know modern uh interpretation of zombies that i've been actually drawn into and completely like hook line yeah. and sinker yeah caught. i i thought they looked great i liked the teeth chattering i thought that was very scary was and he, boy you got you got a bunch of jumps out of me well you know <laughs> just you, sitting in my like, closet like yeah, a fucking orphan. Closet. hitting the roof of that <laughs> walk-in closet every time a zombie it's showed a, up Look, it's an under stairwell. It's a Harry Potter room, basically. It's <laughs> underneath the stair. It's huge. It doesn't matter. Um, Point is, I loved it. I love Brad Pitt. I don't uh, care. I don't care who knows it. I think he's great. He, uh, the end. He hasn't done anything bad yet, right? <laughs> he's he's pretty good at picking his projects. Okay. Well, no, I don't, I don't like... mean films. I meant like he's not a monster that we know of so far. Uh... No, he hasn't done anything rude. Well, he had I... a weird marriage. Yeah, and but no one came out of it like right. Not hurt. a monster. Yeah, I think the worst thing he did is leave Jennifer Aniston, and I get it. You know, <laughs> I'm on Team Pitt. Okay, man. wait. Now I, we have so much else to cover, but w- like, give me one reason why you'd leave uh, <laughs> with Jennifer Aniston. 
I mean, why me? Per- if it was me personally, arm envy, first and oh, foremost. Okay. Sure. If it was oh. Brad Pitt, I don't know. She seems kind of like. She seems like a like a hassle. Like I think, she well, would never, she wouldn't want to tell you where she'd want to go out to eat, but everywhere you say is wrong. You know what I mean? Phoebe, if I could argue like against, I guess like I think your arms oh, are the average of the five people's arms who you spend the most time with. So if you like someone's arms, you just gotta like sort of like you know just rub rub them a little bit, and then I think you get those arms. Man, I'm trying really? to figure out. I'm trying to place this reference. Prove that me wrong, it. someone. Are no, you like think the, is it? Yeah, the five, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Oh, your with. personality. Yeah. Oh, I haven't but, heard that oh. before. But yeah, with. But oh, is yeah, that a thing? That's a thing I've I've read. Absolutely. Yeah. If I had read you're that, man, I would have loved that. Five... People, yeah, and then like, and then you meet five of them in heaven, and then it's a book. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that what that <laughs> is? Oh no. Okay. Five people you meet in heaven. My should... my, right. my compliment is. Uh, Wait, the Eric Clapton. I really song? like a fantasy Sorry. about competent bureaucracies. Uh oh, I got um, cut off. So I did enjoy that the UN set up a boat quickly. Does that seem like a smart move? And I liked uh, that uh, the WHO pulled me? through in the end. Um, and I do feel like, in general, we're all mm. probably going to die unless those nerds figure stuff out. So, um, in fact, in this movie, as soon as the zombies could run and you changed in 12 seconds, my suggestion would have been to humanity to just quit. Like, uh, I- it's too strong. Hmm. What about hamster balls? For us or for them? Both. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I this is what I'm saying. You should work for the WHO then, because my immediate <laughs> thought was like, if they're that fast, I quit. I give up. Humanity's going to die. They win. Uh, oh, my God. No wait, 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 wait. Really quickly. Um, I'm pretty sure I know how to, like, to make it like zombie-proof, basically. You go to a gym. You make a, like, a sort of like a little circle around you with... Um, uh, treadmills. You stand in the middle of them. You turn all the treadmills on at like top speed. No zombie will be able to reach you. They just step on oh. it and go flying. Right? Like how would they? Like if it's like going like 15 miles an hour, like they can't run that fast. And, like there's everything just boom, 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 boom. Okay, so this is pretty strong. Couple of thoughts though. <laughs> One is these zombies like to fall in a pile, and that solves a lot of problems. Number <laughs> yeah, two, and then that's Jersey how I solve pe- all of my problems. Yeah, just fall into a pile. No one's gonna fuck with you. And number two, the New Jersey power is going to flicker exactly. off. You know? well, as soon as the zombies show up, the New Jersey power system starts flickering, so your treadmills will be on, off, on, off. Okay, strong. then, 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 I pull up YouTube, and I show them the OK Go video, and then they practice that instead. You know, See, learn a skill. This, okay, so this is going towards what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Send them have, to night school is what we're saying. <laughs> we have one yes. more compliment to get through. Anthony, what is your compliment to Ostata for World Wars? Um, so my biggest compliment for this movie is that, uh, the Peter Cabaldi, the, the doctor mm-hmm. at the end who does play Doctor Who, I like him a lot. He, he's really great in the show called In the Thick of It. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they made a movie called In the Loop. He's incredible in it. He is I great. love him. I'm not a big fan of Matthew Fox, who is apparently not a very good person. And I love that when they completely reshot the last 40 minutes of this movie, they wrote a role for him, and they wrote out Matthew Fox. <laughs> so that's why, if you notice, Matthew Fox is in this movie for about three seconds because he was originally the villain in the third act, I guess. Uh, and they completely scrapped the entire ending and wrote a fun role for Peter Cabrini, which is I wish more bad movies did that. Wait, really? Um, 
Yeah, so this movie's got like a crazy production stuff happened. A lot of crazy stuff happened on it the production. It took like four years to make. Yeah, yeah. and it like, uh, but yeah, so everything from once they get on the plane uh, was completely reshot. Uh, the movie had a completely different third act. The original third act involved they got the plane lands safely in Russia. Uh, huh. And then they get off, get arrested by the Russian army. They get it recruited into it. Cuts the six months later. Uh, Brad Pitt right. now has long hair and a beard, and he's working as a zombie killer for the Russian army. Uh, calls his wife. She is now being held as like a prisoner by Matthew Fox in that what? weird work camp city that she's in at the end. Oh, uh, and he. And just so everyone knows, he's the general, right? No, he's the uh, he's like a security guard. He's just literally a soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Who like is in black Omi in the background? This is uh, bananas, he, Anthony. Yeah. Oh. So it originally ended with him like a giant action scene when him and the red Omi tear through Moscow against zombies, and then they storm that beach at the end that you see him in. But uh-huh. it's actually like like he's storming to go save them, and they. So it's like very different from like what this movie actually Jesus, ended up with. Yeah. But there's a whole uh there yeah, they like shut down production, proposed postponed the movie for a year, brought on Damon Lindelof and Drew Goddard and they completely rewrote a whole new ending. So like the whole the whole cure, the like people being sick, that was all reshoot stuff. Like none of that was originally in the movie. Interesting. Uh, that's, it's yeah, the, it's a sort of clever ending. So I I'm I think it's actually like a pretty admirable third act given those circumstances. I think so too. Yeah, Where it's definitely <laughs> yeah, it's definitely smaller. I'm glad we don't have that. I mean, it would be fun to see that bonkers action movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt with a beard and a machine gun mowing down zombies in like Red Square. Uh, but. I guess I like him drinking Pepsi is cool too. Yeah, and they got Pepsi like to, re- to fund all the reshoots. Holy yeah. shit! I the Pepsi thing was the first thing I rolled my eyes at, and then I liked it a lot immediately because <laughs> it's so self-aware and it's and it's like okay, he's gonna use the Pepsis to like knock down a whole thing, and the zombies will come. You can have yeah. your Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like at least a Pepsi can. It's Cute. At least the know. zombies didn't run on the Pepsi cans like they were mobiles and like slip around. <laughs> yeah. What def- do you mean? That would have been the that's an Oscar moment. That would, yeah. As far as I'm <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I want to play. I want to play a couple of quick games uh, in the uh, back half of the show. No ad today because. Uh, of our because uh, we're all funded we're funded up by alexis for the week so um let's just jump into it now it's time for lightning bonus round lightning bonus round lightning bonus round here we go we gotta finish this shit up so lightning bonus round is our mini game segment uh where we talk about but we, we expand the world we talk about things uh inspired by the movie not necessarily about it or different ways to do the movie and we include questions and comments from our listeners uh the first thing i just wanted to throw in here was uh from at guy incognito on twitter uh, uh, long time uh, Twitter pal of the show um, uh, so I, he, he said I'd like to know how you feel if AMC had gone to, gone with World War Z instead he didn't say Z I'm saying that as his but what if they had gone with World Wars as a show instead of The Walking Dead uh, WWZ has some issues but at least there was a sense of hope unlike The Walking Dead uh, what do you guys think of these well, two the book worlds is an oral, the book's an oral history right so it would have actually yes. made a better yeah. 
series. You could have done a really yeah. interesting series where you jump around to other people's stories yeah. and then came back it, to a main well, story or something. I, I think that would be optimal for what the original format is. Yeah, I, uh, I've been watching Ken Bones' uh, Vietnam on mm-hmm. Netflix mm-hmm. Uh, recently. It was just Great so good. Uh, but like watching between uh, like that between reading this book and watching this movie, I really think that is like the optimal. I know other people have had this idea before, but like really leaning into like the Ken Bones aesthetic and like doing like an oral history in that way with like documentary footage and security footage of the zombie apocalypse. That would be like the best way to do. I think that's the actual a really strong justice. idea. Also, yeah. I've had that uh, Ken Burns uh, documentary in my queue since it came out, so I'm assuming I would also not watch this movie, but I would think that I ought to. Hmm. That's what your your new World War Z movie has done to me, is it'd be like, oh man, what a great <laughs> idea, I'll get around to that someday. <laughs> yeah, I, that, as a little ad for Ken Burns Vietnam, it's like 15 hours of just frustrating, upsetting, heartbreaking footage. But it's great if that's what you want to watch. Yeah, every, I don't it's, know when I'd want that. Exactly. Like, I want to see it. I want to know the things in it. And yeah. every time I look at it, I'm like, well, not today. No, let me paint you a picture. Imagine <laughs> a world, if you can. Where, like, the American government is making bad decisions, is corrupt, is ran by narcissistic, like, maniacs. So it's really refreshing to, like, see, like, you know, like, that's not the world we live in nowadays, how far we've come. Uh, so that's really nice about Vietnam. There's yeah. no parallels to what's happening at all in the rainbow sunshine world we are uh- now. All right, so let's do a game. Uh, Ezra has a new game that he wants to t- wants us to play called Alternative Uses. Ezra, tell us about your game. Um, yeah, so I, I know like this is kind of like intended as like uh, I guess like I think I think Brad Pitt made this movie because he wanted uh, his uh, teenage sons to uh, have fun and watch it uh, before uh, I think they turned eighteen. Um, so that's why oh, it's like okay. a PG thirteen like uh, zombie movie. Yeah. Um, uh, and so it was intended as that, but I was kind of curious like what else could you use this movie for? Um, like, for example, it's like, it is like, uh, a really good, like, you know, um, I guess training video on like, you know, how to turn off your phone and what happens if you don't. Sure. Um, right. So, so are there any other, I guess, like alternative uses of this movie? Uh, you know, uh, not necessarily like the off label uses, I guess, of, uh, World War Z. I, I mean, we talked a little bit about this last week, but it does make me want to play pandemic. So like a a pandemic, like sort of like, uh, amuse-bouche, I guess. Well, or just like an ad, you, you know, sort of like it also made me want to drink Pepsi, but I'm not sure why. Hmm. Yeah, it's like that. I mean, just from a real base standpoint, also, you know, you got Brad Pitt staring at you for two hours. So, y- so your alternative use some is kind like of a, a porn. Yeah, kind of a whack it movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the old whack a mole zombie, whack a mole Z. <laughs> I, I, if this, this is what I call jerking off. If you're trying whack, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go whack them all. If you're trying to calibrate the color on your TV and you need a scene that's very red, this movie's great for that. Uh, that's true. If you want to gauge how much you love your children, try to figure oh, out man. like between whether you're the family who decides to not get on the helicopter. Or whether you're the family that decides to like well, go back to your shit. But also, job. maybe I feel like I'm not doing enough for my family because I don't have the skills he has. I'm not not willing to go into a war zone and leave them so that they can have a bed. 
Um, I, I mean, also don't I, have a family. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if I could you know, maybe do the family opinion, like, yeah. I'm not saying that, like, you know, obviously you don't want to go to war, right? Uh, yeah, and you don't want to, like, you know, to, to fight zombies if you can avoid it. That said, you probably also don't want to be stuck in, like, in like a one bedroom, like, uh, like boat section, uh, you know, with like, like all your family and also a bonus family that you just picked up. Um, so sure. like, I'm, like, I don't know if it was like a full like, oh man, Terry, you really got to twist my arm. Oh, do I really have to go? Well, if it's the only way my family's gonna be safe, all right. Well, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> um, I got a per diem, right? <laughs> like. It's. I'm only going to talk to adults for the next two weeks, I guess. Ooh, this is a tough one. <laughs> you can listen to the unbleeped version of This American Life. <laughs> uh, for some right. reason, Ira Glass is still totally fine. None of the zombies go near him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's a sickness. I think. No, that, yeah, there's something wrong yeah. with this guy. Yeah, it really makes me wonder. Aren't we all zombies? Don't we all just <laughs> love going from place to place, having our simple needs fulfilled? I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Connection? Yeah. Basic physical contact? Our, our theme today, and then three stories that really don't relate to that theme. I'm our glass. <laughs> uh, if you guys can like do like the music going while you yeah. both have talked, well, I think that would be really yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, I like off-label uses for a movie. I think that's a really fun. Uh, the second thing I want to do, lightning bonus round. The second thing I want to do is um, uh, also, I guess, kind of new. I just want to say a, a game that I'm calling uh, "It's All Perspective." Hmm. So uh, we were talking about ways just to re reimagine the script, reimagine the movie. Um, just trying to under better empathize with other characters, right? So if we watch the plane se- sequence as you're on the side of the zombie, and it's Die Hard, and he's trying to survive against all odds when he's the only <laughs> zombie on this plane, and all the other people are out to get him. And then he gets to make a lot of friends. And he makes a ton of friends, because he turns them <laughs> into diehards. So, um, okay, so this is this is my, uh, it's all perspective. So there's the scene when uh, he, he gets to the, the WHO, rings the doorbell, passes out, because he's got some airplane through his gut, and then he wakes up in the WHO, like, uh, tied to the bed and the doctors are like interrogating him and uh, my first thought was wouldn't it be great if these were zombie doctors Ooh. and that they but they like the, some zombies were smart enough and they were trying to figure out how to defeat the humans and so they were interrogating a human right just like Phoebe said the zombies are trying to figure out how they can stop the disease of humanness and get the world back it. to all the zombies that they wanted. And that if that point in the movie, it switches and Brad Pitt learns to understand the zombies from their perspective. You, so this, that's like, I, as I was about to yeah. say, but you're literally describing, I am legend. That's what I've seen it. Is it about zombies? No, the movie is nothing like it, but the basic premise of the book is that like this, he's like a zombie vampire hunter because it's like this weird combination. And at the end, they arrest him and pit him on trial for being a serial killer who's the actual monster because uh, he's the last human. So to them, he's the horrible monster. Yeah. Uh, so or then just, they... That's good. And I haven't seen yeah. it. Although I did see there was like a... Um, uh, there was a Twilight Zone where like... Everyone keeps telling this lady that she's ugly, but really, she yeah, looks I like have a normal person, and everyone else yeah. is ugly. Yeah, it's like that. And, and also, the patriarchy is alive and well, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you flip it around, it's just a different patriarchy. <laughs> Still patriarchy. Uh, I've got an. I've got an alternate. Yeah, please. Movie. Alternate. Alternate takes. 
I want to know what the fuck happened to that dog and where he came from and what his deal was because I can't let myself believe that he died on that plane. Oh, that yeah. chihuahua that yeah. finds the zombie. That's all now, I've been able to think about. <laughs> that chihuahua just How trapped himself in. How did that woman get in? that dog on the plane? Yes. That, if, he, if, that, if that dog immediately went back to his, his carrier, put on his tiny dog seatbelt, survived the crash... Then yeah. sprung himself from the dog carrier and is living to fight another day. Yeah, ended up with a smaller piece of metal in him than the uh, <laughs> red pickup. <laughs> but he's, he's gotten it out. It's called Homeward, Homeward Z. Yeah. <laughs> I um, want to see the movie like about movie. the guy who's goading the pharmacy to make sure that people use drugs responsibly in the zombie <laughs> oh, apocalypse. That was good. Oh, yeah. What was with that dude who gave him the asthma yeah, medication? Yeah, yeah. Who was, he's just like, doesn't want to make sure he's you don't. some helpful pharmacist? Yeah. Hey, man, people can OD on this shit easy. When things are stressful, <laughs> people aren't paying attention to what they're taking. So if you haven't seen it, he's looting yeah. a pharmacy as part. He was looting the grocery store, but he has to get asthma medicine for his daughter because he's a terrible dad. And as they're, he goes to loot the pharmacy, there's a guy with a gun protecting it. And I, yeah, I assume from like opiate addicts, it was just a very weird oh, way yeah. to approach the problem of opiate addiction in this country. Oh, but I guess that makes sense. Well, I mean, right. I think you just you just wanted saw like a good opportunity, I think, to be a business person. Like I, I, I didn't think he was the original pharmacist just because of the body, but maybe he was the original pharmacist. You know, yeah, were you must have been. I, he yeah, you underestimated that guy's career potential. Yeah, why? Because he, he was be wearing a hooded if you jacket. Want, Ezra. Sometimes those I mean, are pharmacists yeah. too. Everyone in that gaunt. scene. The the cop, the two guys who ran like randomly decided to assault his wife during well, like a in riot the frozen in a grocery food store. section. And uh, the zombies showed where up else? less than an where hour else? ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that scene. That's that, that, yeah. Uh, Anthony, go ahead. Oh, I'm just like that that's like such cheap writing. Like the yeah, just yeah, like yeah. to create this weird tension in this scene. Like I really dislike that moment. And okay. it really makes makes you wonder like with the original ending of this movie, when like his wife was just gonna be like a subjugated like slave to Matthew yeah. Fox, like yeah. with that scene and like what that end would have been, like it's just weird. Yeah, I agree. Phoebe, what were you trying to say? I don't remember. Okay. It's okay. Next time I'll go it to you first now that I know important. that your memory is no, no, so no. short. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, a park old fish. I do, the, that whole scene with the, 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 the looting is so c- crazy to me, which is, uh, like, it seriously has been an hour since the yeah. zombie outbreak started. How quickly do people decide, oh, we just take free TVs now? Like, the, the, it Immediately. makes it seem Haven't like people are waiting movies? in parking lots to loot all the time. And as soon as the lights flash twice, they're like, oh, shit, it's on. Have you ever well, seen Well, honestly, Phoebe trying to first, buy... Anthony, gonna, Anthony oh. you hang on to this. We'll see if Phoebe can do it, and then you can remember it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, honestly, I so I live behind a giant 99-cent store, and I have thought about if there's a giant earthquake, I'm going to jump the fence and steal as much as I can. You're going you're to walk out of there with house. upwards of $8 worth of stuff. I think I think any person with two hands could hold more than get, eight like, things. Water? <laughs> I mean, look, it's going to be big stuff. Um, all right, Anthony, <laughs> do you remember your joke? Yeah, well, I was going to – it's not really a joke as much as it's just like I worked at Target for a long time and I worked uh-huh. a lot of Black Fridays. <laughs> and here's the thing. When you see what people are willing to do when they're trying yeah. to pay you for shit, it's like <laughs> – like, the thing is every Black Friday I ever worked, like the very first one, and I, I would think this every time, like if this is how they act now when the water runs out, people are going to eat each other at the drop of a hat. Like we really Yeah, that's have, what I'm saying. That's yeah, we, it's built into us. 
Yeah, I it's, just assume you should see me. You should see me at days. Costco on free sample day. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I just assume for me, I'm gonna wait a couple days before I loot. I'm just gonna assume stuff's gonna come back uh, before I start stealing. Wait, people are gonna return things. Oh no! no like I, electricity and, and like no yeah, zombies. Yeah, yeah, everything's yeah, exactly. Things are gonna come back to normal, and I don't need the bigger TV. I don't know. Um, I mean, here's the thing. That's insane. Unless your DVD <laughs> or Blu-ray collection is great, you better hope things come back because that big TV is not gonna be worth a whole lot otherwise. Like, right. I just, I, I the can't power do is much shorting everywhere. Well, also, I just everything's streaming, and like, I don't know where I'm gonna stream it from. So, like, well, it's I not assume they're stealing any. smart TVs. No, but but still, like. Where's the content? You need oh, physical content. Right. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you, as it turns out, the zombies are on that. Like some of them have gotten smart and have formed a film studio, streaming first. That's their main business model. Oh, but they will also Tell send you DVDs. Okay. And don't you feel like even in a zombie apocalypse, if you signed into like Netflix's like Norway server, it would probably <laughs> work, right? Just yeah, set up sure. a VPN and get on that. Norway's going to Try, try their cool. North Korea stuff. Not a lot of content, but it still exists. Yeah. <laughs> Just get some good state-run TV. All right. Uh, two more quick things before we go. Uh, one, I want to do a quick, uh, not exactly one change, but I just want to do a rule change. I want to revisit the rules. So, uh a lot of like all of these genres like vampires had to be like well this vampire movie they have these three vampire rules but not these other six vampire rules and one of the things that was cool about the book world wars is that it was like trying to be some of this original zombie lore walk slowly you know or shamble everywhere brain destroys it right uh and then this movie was like what if we just made up running and tackling and also bashing your head through a window which the book explicitly says they would bash their heads on car windows, couldn't get through. Anyway, oh. uh, but let's say uh, you were going to take the normal rules of zombies and change one rule to make them more interesting. What would it be? I got one, but I don't want to go first. Someone okay. else has it. Well, I'll go first. So the first thing that occurs to me is in brains as a way of taking them down, way overdone. I think it should be... Uh, Achilles heel. It's that every every zombie Classic. they shamble around, but if you can shoot them in that tendon. Wait, do they have a Achilles heel, or just they have a literal Achilles heel? Where it's like they each have an Achilles heel, like the figure of kind, but you have to figure out what it is because they're all different. Ooh, different, and it glows, so you can see it, but it's moving oh, on each one. They're like, like a boss, boss yeah. fights in a video yeah, game. Exactly, yeah. a video game boss fight. They all yeah, have different or, punching patterns. Or what if? Or what if? Yeah, maybe it's straight up Mario, where like it's brains, but it has to be from on top, and you have to hit it three times. Hmm. That defeats every one of them. No, I do think it would be fun if, like, maybe a knee, maybe even like a spleen or something. Like, you just got to get them in the in the stomach, but just a very specific part. I just think let's move it around from brains. Well, I like the idea of like rather than just climbing over each other to get higher what if they climbed on each other to make like a giant voltron type zombie mm, yeah sure super you know? zombie yeah like a giant Mecha mass zombie. of zombie like a, a blob of humans just falling over each other okay but absorbing let me ask you everything you know if you shoot the zombie that is in the place of the mecha zombie's head does the whole mecha zombie fall apart no find out next week yeah <laughs> 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 uh, Phoebe, do you have a rule change? What would you like to do to zombies? You liked the fastness. I loved the fastness. I think that it would really add to the whole experience if just Brad Pitt was naked and that was a rule <laughs> <laughs> that just had to be instated the entire time. 
Because, you know, then you're more vulnerable. You got a lot of bits flopping around. But oh, you yeah. Get, like, you get like yeah. a fun, you get a little bit of a fun screensaver. Yes, you know, he does the thing where he like, wraps a magazine around his forearms with duct tape so that he doesn't get bit. Yeah. He's got to do that with his dick, too. Was, yeah. I, look, and I'm not, I'm not usually so, so obscene and so crass funny. about so objectifying on another human being, but boy. Yeah. Oh, that's, there, I, you know, that's fine. He's great. He's a handsome yeah, that, lad. What do you want yeah, from that, me, America? I can't be contrary all the time. I would Sometimes still you think just gotta go with the flow. Like I'm all for like I, I think it'd be great to objectify him. I just if if you want to be hot, just cut your hair, man. I don't know. I it's like a it's a length where I consciously throughout the movie was like, uh, do I like this? And then I did. And it's then the apocalypse, I did. man. Still... There are zombies grabbing at you constantly. Your head should not be a target. Don't don't give Look, yourself it's a handles. It's technical foul for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. All right, as that's as much setup as we can give you. What's your change to zombie lore? Okay, they can run as fast as they want to run, mm-hmm. but instead of lactic acid, their muscles produce helium. So the faster they go, <laughs> the higher up in the air they get until they slow down. Uh, Loving Woo. this. You have to chill so you come back down to Earth. Oh my god. Oh my god. That... I would like that if all of us were like that. <laughs> now I don't even want there to be zombies in this world. This is just fun. I mean, basically, it's, 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 a, like... what? It's, it's, a, it's a Mario run, basically, right? Where it's just like you go to and like you kind of yeah. like. Oh, I'm just trying to visualize them as like yeah. Winnie the Pooh characters then. <laughs> Something that Christopher Robin would fucking come up with in his lonely orphan boy bedroom. What? I don't think he's an orphan. Yeah, it he almost sounds be. like you were shitting on him for being an orphan. But yeah, um, uh, well, he didn't. He didn't save him. He didn't. He didn't fix it himself. I'll yeah, say come that. Come on, bootstraps, Christopher. Um, Make new parents. So uh, okay, and then the last thing I want to do is just a quick uh, bit of uh, listener mail. Um, so. You guys may remember last, or not you guys, but uh, Anthony, you may remember last week, and you guys, the listeners, that um, when pressured to come up with a joke on short notice, uh, Sarah Hathaway suggested that for the month of August, we should only do things related to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and call it Augustus Gloop Month. (laughs) (laughs) Solid, right? Good stuff. The people have gotten behind this to some large degree. I, I love it. I had at least five people tell me that we should definitely go deep into the sequels, including Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, which I believe is the one where he goes to space. And um, apparently, Roald Dahl hated Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory so much, he refused to let Glass Elevator be adapted, so we'd have to read that one. So thanks, Sam, and everybody else who let us know that we should do all, we should go deep in the sequels. Uh, I don't rem- I know that there was a Glass Elevator. I remember going to space. That's all I remember. Uh, I didn't know that there was sequels to that story. Yeah, because... So it shows what I know. Rodal didn't want you to know, I guess. Um, So I guess my major... The big question is, um, do we do uh, Augustus Gloop Month remembering... It's a good good name, good month, Mm -hmm. and it would be fun. I'd be interested. We could do the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We also do the one, uh, the weird one uh, with all the CG. They're both weird, but the stupid... The Tim Burton one. Tim Burton one. But uh, August is traditionally wet month. Get wet, stay wet. Like, is it worth losing wet month to do Augustus Gloop? I I would let us do one, uh, like, Augustus Gloop 
based thing because he gets wet, right? But it's still like I think it's like a subset of wet month. Like it's a super part of wet month, right? Because he's he's wet mm. with chocolate. That does happen. Can you be wet with chocolate? With water? Yeah, he's if drenched he falls in, in it, a, a bro. river of chocolate. Yeah, I know. But is that would you ever say when someone came out of a river of chocolate covered in chocolate? Would you be like, man, you are wet? Yeah, he's okay. dripping. No, so you'd be I like, would you're say you're covered I'm, in chocolate. No, Alex, I would say I am wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do, because uh, you're a boy and that's food. But anyway, um, I like where you're going. I, I I don't know. I think that I don't know if that. I mean, I'm fine with that being part of wet month. But I don't know if then we're actually doing Augustus Gloop Month. Like, I don't know if both can exist or if it has to be one and not the other. It's like Jesus, you know? It's like 100% God. It's 100% man. It's it's both all all the time. Do you believe that is? Uh, about which part? <laughs> uh, you, don't have, you don't have to get into it. Um, okay, well... <laughs> no, I'm, that is the thing about Christology, though. This, this is... Uh, well, because... Uh, uh, Alex, our, our friend Levi, like, went to uh, 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 become... Seminary? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and this is the thing that she was, like, concerned up the idea of, of, uh, of Christology. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's, like, both at once. And, like, that's, like... Mm. I. That's not my thing, but I like the thing that two things can both be the same thing at once, but not the same thing. I mean, it's I, weird. Was, I was raised Catholic, so I think it has to be a trinity for it to count. So what is the, the third month? The What is the title of the month that includes all Charlie and the Chocolate Factory things, and it is also wet month? Come up with a third name. Now I'm into it. Who's the Holy Spirit in this one? I mean, I'll wait. No, I, this wasn't for you guys to decide now. Um, the, okay. the, the point is, uh, I guess I want everyone's input. So hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or by email, podcast at readdashweek.com. You can always go to readdashweek.com slash next, suggest questions and comments uh, about upcoming topics. But all, we'll, we'd love to hear your th- thoughts on themed months. And I just want to know, are we going to be too sad to have wet month missing? Uh, is it going to be so exciting to have Augustus Gloop month that it's worth it? Is there a third way to make this a trinity of months with the same fourth topics, but it's all on those three three themes? I don't know. It's up to you guys. Um, also, we got to jam some sponsorships in here somewhere. So I want to hear your input. I need it from everybody. Uh, Readdeskweek.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And that's it for our show. We made it. Took we us, did it. It took us six tries, but we are here. Uh, and we'll be back. We had reshoots. Massive yeah, reshoots had... and rewriting the third act. <laughs> yeah, that's true. in Damon Lindelof. Man, this ending used to be so much darker. Uh, so we're going to be back next week. Next week, we are going to talk about Plan 9 from Outer Space. So Ooh. this is Alexis's buy two, get one free. And he pointed out that we've oh, somehow missed this classic of the bad movie podcast genre. And uh, I know very little about it. So we're going to watch that. Sounds like a fun romp. Also, Alexis, That's I hope be you've enjoyed time. these. Sorry I liked the one I wasn't supposed to and didn't like the one I was supposed to. <laughs> um, you're all, you've, if you've heard the show enough to give us that kind of money, presumably you're comfortable with the fact that I am sometimes counterintuitive in what I, I respond to. Hashtag Tom Cruise's mummy is the only real mummy. Um, <laughs> wow. I know. 
It's a bad hashtag. It's got an apostrophe and it's too long. The point is, uh, you knew what you're getting and into. And it's wrong as well. <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we don't have to go over this again, but uh, fuck, fuck Brendan Fraser and uh, Tom Cruise forever. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. I mean, you can like, here's the thing you can like two things at once, I've now realized. Yeah. You, know? you can. Yeah, and let's true. leave Brendan Fraser alone, guys. There's a <laughs> Has really he been through enough? Yeah, there's a great article about Brendan yeah, Fraser. Yeah, we, we talked about it. I um, love him. Uh, I don't love him, but I, I get it. Um, uh, you like him because you just want to see him naked. Okay. Anyway, the point no, is. Do, oh boy, do I not! Don't put that on me. <laughs> you can like you can like people for lots of reasons. Uh, I can see that one. So anyway, uh, play Night from Outer Space next week. Uh, please keep shouting out to us about our themed months. And remember, you can sponsor a topic. Go to read-weep.com/sponsor. Read-weep.com/sponsor right now. Well, not right now. This weekend, whatever. Who knows when you're listening to this? July. 14th and 15th, 2018, there are sponsorship signups available. Reddeshweep.com slash sponsor. We look forward to getting your topic suggestions. Uh, thanks. What? Did you yell? What? What? No. Okay, great. Um, all right, so uh, thanks for being here, Ezra Fox. <laughs> no problem. Uh, at Anthony Lopez Part 2. Always a pleasure. And at Phoebe Bottoms, also check out Meatball Party on iTunes and anywhere else you listen to fine podcasts. Um, give us the Thanks, quick, guys. give us your quick pitch for Meatball Party. Hey, have you ever thought about how much you love food and wanted to talk to all your friends about it and the listening public of the internet? Come on by Meatball Party. We pick one topic per week, such as hors d'oeuvres or pickles. Our uh, grandma's was a fun one. And we'll get some input. We'll have some hot button opinions and maybe a couple laughs along the way. <laughs> uh, that's that? an excellent pitch. Yeah, check out Meatball Party, you guys. And look for our <laughs> upcoming crossover where we watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Very excited about that. that Thanks could, for having me. Would that be wet month? As would you call somebody who is covered in meatballs wet with meatballs? Uh, if they're saucy meatballs or the dry meatballs, this, this is yeah. This it, is to me the hot is a hot dog of a sandwich of wetness. Is does it count as being wet if it's chocolate or sauce or something or is that like I would say you're saucy. I wouldn't call you wet. No, guys, let's um, not let's not burn up all the content for that episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all this and more coming up. Thing. Go ahead, Is. Well, so Alex, the disappointing thing about the, the the hot dog is the sandwich thing is like it totally is. Like for for many like many years, like they called them Frankfurter sandwiches. Yeah, no, um, it is disappointing. But like, yeah, but but honestly, yeah, no, you can be wet with lots of things. Like it doesn't have to be like like water. I don't know if it's dry things. Is it can't like am I wet with clothes? No. no. Okay. It's just What's wet, wrong with it you? Feels wet. I'm just trying to if understand feel... the limits of this new power you've given wet. Okay. Here's the, here's the thing, Alex. Here, we'll do the test. It's called the Alex's pants test. I'll pour it over your pants and you say, "Hmm, <laughs> I feels like I wet myself." Then that's wet. Right. If not, not good. Melted chocolate is a no. <laughs> you just know that right now. That's yeah, been happening the whole viscous. time. I don't feel like I've wet myself. I feel like I dried myself. Anyway. No, but you've had you've had like a thick layer of wet chocolate on you this whole podcast, and that's why you can say this definitively. That's why I can say I feel good. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to this. This was we we need, we'll settle this later because uh, we got to go. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. We really appreciate it. Goodbye. Make some poor decisions. Bye.